What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 59 of the Content Cube. I am Brian Woods. I am Jake Mosier. I'm Zach Holstein. And welcome to 59. Said that already. We will be talking about two things this week. And I was going to say two things only, but that's always a lie, isn't it? Uh, we're going to be talking about Space Jam, a new legacy featuring LeBron James and people pretending to be his children. Um, and uh, uh, a manga one shot by uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto label titled Look Back. Uh, they're thematically similar and it's almost like a one to one overlap. Don't you guys agree? <laughs> oh, for sure. Zach, you cried at both. Yeah, right? they're definitely thematically tied. <laughs> yeah, they're thematically cried. tied together for sure. You cried at both. You cried at both, right? Yeah, they were both they were both playing into the pathos pretty hard. I was feeling them both in the in the yeah. feels. They both, they both. Uh, so there will be spoilers for that. There will be spoilers for those two. Um, you guys want to Space wanna, Jam new legacy spoilers? Yeah, you know, you <laughs> we're wanna, starting off with Space Jam. <laughs> Did anything happen to us this week that we'd wish to talk about? The only um, thing I want to talk about moved out. Oh yeah, you should talk about that. Well, I mean, I don't have much to say. It's just, you know, end of an era. You know, mm-hmm. end of the, the house I spent the last two years in. Moved all the furniture out. Uh, house is completely barren. And, uh, you know, technically I still can hang her out there till Friday, but I don't know why I would. It is completely empty. So I think that's that'll just about do her for the El Cortez house. It's but, you floor. know, on to better things. It's the, it's the floor cast. <laughs> it's the forecast. Yeah. Great for our backs while we record. Um, Jake, what about you? Anything? I was just going to say it was nice hanging out with you two in person for the first time in a while, yeah. watching a movie. What a great movie film. was 10 times more bearable with y'all. Yeah, I know. Okay. This, this, this would be a... <laughs> This would be a much different episode going in, I think, if we didn't if we didn't watch it together. As in, I don't think any of us would have watched it. We would have. I think we would have <laughs> tapped out. I think we would have tapped out. Uh, nothing really happened to me. Uh, no, every time, like I must be forgetting something. No, I never am. Uh, I got the memory of an <laughs> elephant. That one. Uh, I remember the day of my birth. Um, so, Space Jam: A New Legacy. It starts. You know, LeBron James. King James before his prime being absolutely dog shit at basketball because he played two games <laughs> for five seconds before the game. His coach uh, tells him to throw it away or something. Uh, we get an intro that I don't I don't think was as cool as the one from Space Jam 1. It's been 15 years. Can I, can I get a check on that? How good was the opening montage compared to Space Jam? Oh my god. Nowhere yeah. near. Uh, the opening the the original Space Jam, and I don't want to sound like a get off my porch, and like you know, old man yelling at clouds here. Um, the original Space Jam intro is pretty sick. Gets you so it's like Michael Jordan outside shooting hoops, and his dad's telling him to come inside. He's like, oh, just one more, Dad. So it was right off the bat more inspiring to see someone who's actually good at basketball as a kid. Uh, <laughs> you know, as opposed to LeBron, who just bricks to open the movie. LeBron really sets sucks a tone. At basketball. <laughs> <laughs> That's the message of the film. It seems like. Uh, yeah. but, no, I mean the, the opening, and it's also just got a better song. The original Space Jam song, as they're playing like those Michael Jordan career highlights. They're they're pretty fucking. It's a pretty fucking sick song, uh, and it really kind of gets you amped for the for the rest of the movie. I'm not gonna act like the original Space Jam is a masterpiece. It's not, you know, I'm pretty sure it has like a 30% on like Rotten Tomatoes or a 40%. I don't remember. But you know what that's higher then? 
like a 29%, which is whatever the new one is. Not, not uh, that much better. Either way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, man. And almost it, not it, even it discernible. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, do we, I don't think we need to go beat by beat through this movie because almost nothing happens. I'd rather we not. I'd rather I, almost we not. nothing no. happens. But, you know, I just I wanted it. <laughs> the opening really struck with me, dude. The, like the first 15 minutes, I'm like, this might be hype. Like, uh, <laughs> I agree. The movie is like easily sectioned off. It's the first 15 minutes, which I can remember beat by beat. And then like the 30 minutes lost in the in the Warner verse and then about 40 minutes lost on the basketball. Game. Like, it's not even a good 15 minutes. But for some reason, I remember every second. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's, 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 it was before we I think it was before I'd officially given up on the film. The first yeah. 15 minutes are still they're they're awful, but they're <laughs> awful enough that I was having a good time until it becomes joyless. But we'll get. I mean, there. It, it's kind of a it's it, the first fifteen minutes is like that surreal feeling where you're like, oh my god, I'm watching a LeBron James movie, but you know, it's not one with Amy Schumer. It's one that's <laughs> literally just starring LeBron James, and you're like, okay, uh, well, I guess like uh, I'll see what this is. But it can't help but good or bad. It can't help but pique your interest. And then after those fifteen minutes, you get to the the true purpose of the film, and I think that's why that's when it starts to you know lose a little bit of its distinctive nature yeah. in, in our memories because the rest kind of blends into a, <laughs> a, a bit of a, a commercial. I don't know. I know that's not a hot take at this point, but um, wow, it's unbelievable. But, but here's what I did not expect. It really seemed like it knew it was a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the problem with yeah. that? It definitely seemed like it owned how blatant it was just trying to promote you know, more content for Warner Brothers. I mean, the bad guy is literally, literally an algorithm. Yeah. Um, which I don't Beyond, know what message that really sends, you know, if you're trying to get people <laughs> to join your your streaming service, but, you know. Beyond the content-filled shithole that is this movie, like, it even feels like a commercial in other ways. As Brian pointed out, at the beginning, there's a shot that feels like reality TV or like the beginning pan of a vacation commercial. Yeah, really it doesn't weird. feel like a movie. It does not feel like a movie. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, that shot with Dom, with Dominic on the basketball court, like it, it's sticking with me. It is like, Dom is like, <laughs> he's just messing around with his brother on the back. It's not even like he's gaming. Like he is gaming at start because he's a game developer, folks. Uh, this eight year old. I don't know. doesn't matter. Who cares? Uh, maybe just a young looking 14 year old is who they cast but I believe he's supposed to be like 10 <laughs> um, but I mean, he's he's just fucking around on the basketball court with his brother you know he's doing like a, a goofy shot LeBron fucking steps out and I don't know about there's a fucking fly I don't know about the rules you know I, I don't I'm not I'm not doing like a like a bit here I just couldn't think of another comparison like, I don't know the rules of Islam, but it really made me feel like if I was this deeply devout Islamic father and my kid was doing like yoga or like fucking around on the prayer mat, like LeBron's like, this is the basketball court. Like everything here is real. Like you don't, you don't fuck around. Like, like he's playing, like he's playing, he's still like playing basketball. He's not like doing chalk or something. Like he shoots a hoop. He's just not being serious about it. And LeBron is like the angriest I've ever seen a father in a film. You know what I mean? He's like so stern about it. It was awesome. And then like, you know, his, his video game dies or something. Uh, Dom, Dominic, Dom Ball dies. Um, I, I just. The yeah, his game looks annoying as fuck. It looks annoying as fuck. That's, that's <laughs> honestly, it, it ends up being a bigger problem than I thought it would be. Because uh, at that time I thought, oh, 
This is just to show how nerdy LeBron's kid is. We're never going to see yeah. this game he made for the rest of the movie. Maybe at the end, he fixed the glitch and LeBron yeah. plays it. And that's like a nice little bookend. Um, no, the movie is about the fucking game that this kid made. And yeah. it really is that it, it, you, you fuck up there from the beginning because the, the game this kid made is, you know, it, it's, you know, f- for, you know, anyone who is listening to this that doesn't watch, hasn't watched Space Jam, which, you know, actually, don't. for once, I feel like actually might be some people who actually, like, don't care and actually are listening to this even without watching Space Jam. Yeah, I feel like the, um, the, the hype guy, hype, the, I don't know, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, either way, the game that LeBron's son, who is named Dom in this movie, uh, the game that he made is a basketball game, uh, except with, like, weird like arcade power ups and style points. That it's NBA Jam, essentially. Yeah, it's it's like Mario Hoops yeah. 3 on 3. You know, that's whatever. It seemed fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. Sure, the score goes up Either to like way. 3 billion, which I just feel is a little. <laughs> for, the, for a game itself, sure. But when you realize that this is actually what it's going to be, yeah. man, it's a video game it's movie. Just, it becomes hard. Well, yeah. And then it, it feels like you're watching one. Oh, fuck me. It was Ready Player One the whole time. But I mean, okay. So they go to fucking Warner Brothers uh, after Algae Rhythm, Don Cheadle, and his pet uh, slave are um, are, are, make, are making a new plan. And this plan, and I feel like they really fucking lampoon it, uh, which I think was stupid because I feel like in 20 years, people are going to be pulling out this movie being like, hey, Warner Brothers, remember when you made fun of this concept? Uh, and his concept is... What if we did a deep fake of LeBron James in every film and cast him as ev- in every film as like a as like a deep fake, you know, like Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker shit, um, and LeBron James? Did you say like, Batman versus LeBron? Yeah, Batman versus LeBron, yeah. uh, Harry Potter, you know, LeBron. Oddly enough, oddly enough, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago when uh, LeBron James, whatever his production company or if he even has one, I don't know. Either way, he somehow acquired the rights to like briefly to Friday the 13th. Uh, I was amped for a LeBron versus Jason movie. Uh, like yeah. that would have been cool. Yeah. All right. At the time, obviously at that time I had also not seen any Friday the 13th movies. And having, having watched them all now, I probably would not want that. Especially <laughs> after watching, you know, Space In that Jam, hypothetical but- movie, is LeBron and Jason fighting to kill or are they playing each other on the basketball court? I think there's both? like a 30. I think at th- I think there's got to be both is the only way to do that. I think every right? film starring LeBron as LeBron has to come down to like, if you lose this basketball game, you die. Or, or at the very <laughs> least, at the very least, the final climactic showdown does occur on a basketball court. Yeah. Even if they are not yeah. Yeah. playing the, basketball. The- the funny part about the Warner Brothers pitch scene is LeBron isn't upset because they're going to deep fake him. He's just like, I got to focus on the game. It's like, what the Wasn't f- the whole <laughs> point how you're not in the fucking movie, man? That's what they're saying is that, that we know you're busy. <laughs> yeah, it was so very fucking weird. you can weird. be in these movies without yeah. doing anything and we'll pay you. Listen, dude, you don't even need to do anything. Like, we, we don't, we just need you to sign a paper. Like, we can grab everything we need from Twitter and YouTube and like, we can just completely regret you. It's fucking fine. <laughs> like the fine. most pointless Steven Ewan can- cameo. He has like two yeah. lines and they're not like a joke. He's just there and he's just like, yep, this is our idea, LeBron. Like, do you like it? <laughs> you know? And that's like his fucking line. I, I, Did he do a Warner Brothers movie recently? Did they just pull him off a set and say, "Hey, we need you for this"? Can't can't really uh, think of one. But like, and we'll come back to this guy in a little bit because I don't. I, we don't need to come back to him because after this, we're dropping the plot recap basically. But then the, the fucking <laughs> other producer guy who loses LeBron, standout character of the film. I'm sorry, I love him so fucking much. No reviews I see are talking about him. Uh, but- <laughs> and he's he's the replacement character 
for the Wayne Knight character in the original. You know, the fat guy from Jurassic Park. You know oh, what I'm talking about? Okay, He's that. like chasing LeBron the whole movie, or chasing uh, Michael Jordan the okay. whole movie. Uh, ends up, you know, Michael Jordan, Brian, I don't know how much you remember the original Space Jam. In the original one, Michael Son. Jordan gets sucked in a Toon World through yeah, a he, golf hole. Yeah, he falls underground playing golf. Reaching, yeah. Uh, when when, when Wayne Knight is taking sports. a picture of him. Very. Yeah. yeah. Bill Murray says, don't point that camera at me, uh, you know, because you don't know what happened. And he ends up digging a hole to get into Toon World at that golf course, like a big pit to try and get into Toon World. You know, apparently it works. Um, but yeah, that it, 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 he seems like he is the positive of this movie as as pretty much filling in that that archetype for the for the movie. I don't know why I've I, latched I wish, onto him. I just <laughs> I wish you would have moved in on LeBron's wife, and that would have been the plot line they went with. Yeah, you get a cuck plot <laughs> line going. Good. That'd be sick, dude. Yeah. Um, Just like Don getting Don Cheadle to call, yeah, get, be get LeBron's, LeBron's son to call him dad. Be great. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, whatever. Uh, Al, uh, John Cheadle's insulted by LeBron saying, "This is the most dog shit idea I've ever heard in my fucking life. You guys should all be fired." And then they say, yeah, you're, "That you're, was actually pretty funny. Yeah, that was actually genuinely he funny." He goes, going, "All due is, respect. <laughs> with all due respect." This is a bad idea. This is really dumb. <laughs> One of the worst ideas I've ever heard. <laughs> what, and, that and part Al- was actually pretty funny. And Algie is pissed, so he lures LeBron and his son into the cyber serververse, uh, cyber hell, and um, and digitizes them. And then LeBron has to team up with the Looney Tunes while Dominic is being uh, is being manipulated by Don Cheadle. Uh, and this is when the movie falls off drastically. Which is weird, right? Yeah, they because send him to look for the Ayer cut in the in the yeah. server verse. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the Ayer cut of Suicide Squad. It has to it's be just in there, not where right? I thought the movie would go. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it it's real. It is real. It's real. They keep they telling it. me online that it's real. They have it, uh, but like this movie, like you think going into this movie, you're like, oh, this is gonna be ironic as shit, dude. I can't wait to see like Scooby Doo kill a man and that's gonna be crazy right he's like oh this is gonna be wacky nothing cool happens um i don't get to see lebron james act and he's a worse voice actor as most people are right uh so like the entire movie is like basically joyless and soulless despite them being like austin powers cameo i felt nothing it was so bizarre the next 45 minutes, probably roughly after the first 15, is the worst part of the movie. Yeah. I mean, the basketball Bad. game isn't much better, but the jumping from part to part, the Looney Tunes, who I have a fondness for and have nostalgia for, did nothing for me. Like, they, in that part, they don't they don't bring out any of the things that you love about them. Yeah. And then the worlds that they hop between, they don't do anything. It's not particularly funny. It doesn't provoke any nostalgia. It literally is just there, and then they move on. Thing yeah, I know. It, it's really chaotic and it's hard to follow honestly um and yeah like what you're saying with the looney tunes that's like the most disappointing part of the movie is like going into this i was like even if the movie isn't that good the story is dumb uh lebron's acting won't be good whatever even if all those things happen i'm sure i'll get some uh you know some good slapstick looney tunes action i think there was only like two or three times i chuckled at something that the looney tunes did and even and one of them was just a classic retreat of a of a <laughs> fucking former one where you know the old uh, paint a 
a fucking tunnel. Bugs yeah. Bunny runs through it. LeBron, of course, tries to follow. <laughs> he tries to, runs right into the wall. Know, that part was all right. I where warned we saw him. I yelled out. I yelled at the screen. I tried to <laughs> warn him. I yelled, LeBron, no, don't do it. You need, and he did you need it. to get in the serververse yourself, Zach, and tell him to stop. I will say something. I will give one I thing could. to the Looney Tunes part of this film, you know? The stuff with Bugs and LeBron when they first meet up, that shit's okay. That when when Bugs when Bugs, Bugs Bunny's lost his fucking mind. When he's lost his mind, he's <laughs> forcing him to reenact the bits. It's like, like he's like, all right, rabbit season. He throws the fucking Elmer Fudd across him. Okay, now chase me with a rifle. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, like that part was all right. Like you missed your cue. You got to do like that was okay. I like that. Uh it was everything after uh what were all the things? Um we had a. Uh, we went to DC World, DC which World. featured all of DC. All of DC. Yeah, it just didn't make sense. I, I just I, didn't I understand. It, it doesn't need to make sense. It was joyless. It's weird. You know, I see Daffy Duck in a Superman costume. I feel nothing. Why? Why? Because it wasn't funny, Brian. <laughs> it wasn't funny. We even see all the all the superheroes, uh, and, and I don't care about them either. Um, and that now, I'm not going to go back to this because I just feel like it, I need to specify right now. This and the next DC thing are the only thing a kid would recognize in this entire film. I stand by this. Maybe they see the Flintstones from their gummy vitamins for five seconds. But (laughs) I genuinely think like, because the Onion put out a fucking article before this came out. uh, A rare miss, a hard miss. Where it was like, oh, like kid waiting for a New Yorker review before he sees Space Jam. Like hesitant to see Space Jam after scathing New Yorker review. There's nothing in here for kids. Like, I don't think there's anything in here for kids. They would recognize the, um, they, they would recognize, uh, they would recognize Clockwork DC. Orange is what you're looking Clockwork, for. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> love, the, they love the sex predators from Clockwork Orange. Everyone loves them. They're in the crowd. Uh, but like there's the DC and maybe they recognize Rick and Morty like the same way we they, would recognize Peter Griffin. Right. But like, I don't, Penny, I don't know. Pennywise might do it for them. Maybe, the dancing clown. Maybe, but he's that he's in the background. Like, I mean, I'm clown. sure there's all kinds of shit in the background that a kid would enjoy. None of the stuff they spend 15 fucking minutes talking about does anything. It's insane. <laughs> it's like Austin Powers. They did yeah, it. They, they literally just play the clips from the movies. Uh, what are you fucking going to replace do? What are you certain do, right? characters with Looney Tunes characters? Uh, and, you know, I, I hate questioning the logic of a space jam movie i really shouldn't <laughs> i don't want to beat but, your ass like, i know i do not i do not want to be that guy because i know it's a cartoon it's for kids it doesn't have to make sense it's not even for kids but are they literally just is, are they reliving these movie or in these specific worlds in the server verse is it just these movies playing over and over again and I, they no. just fill in because in the dc world it looks like they they're just doing dc shit you know uh and like new shit and but when they go to the live action shit it looks like they're just, you know, filling in the role and oh this endless hellscape of these movies playing over and over and over again, <laughs> like a, like a limbo, a purgatory of, of content. Forgot about the Casablanca thing. Uh, but yeah, um, like, what, what, who is the fuck's the Matrix is dated enough? And they're like, hey, yeah, Casablanca. Yeah. A kid will love this. <laughs> Yosemite Sam is. I fucking, but yeah, I mean, they spend like 15 minutes on like the Matrix. Uh, Foghorn Leghorn is like Daenerys, right? That happened. Yeah. I dream that. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I think I erased that, that. I literally have no memory of that. I think that I have happened. erased that completely. No, yeah. Foghorn Leghorn with the Daenerys hair and dress on the dragon. Uh, yeah, I was suffering from derealization at yeah, that point. Yeah. Um, there, there was the Matrix as Granny and, uh, yeah, uh, 
fuck. I mean, it just sucked. Like there was Mad Max. I remember my friend talking to me when I when I was looking at the clips before this before I watched this movie. Like before I knew we were gonna watch this movie. My my friend like posted like the Austin Powers one. Like look at this dog shit. And I was like, hey, have you seen the scene where it's uh, Mad Max and Wiley Coyote sprays his mouth with chrome and uh, holds up a sign that says "Witness me"? And he's like, oh yeah, good one. Because it was just so, it was such a depraved concept. He couldn't believe it. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jake, what it, was that like to see your favorite movie uh, make a return on the big screen? I, 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 mean, I had seen the clip ahead of time on Twitter, I so seen, I was brief. I had seen all of them ahead of time, which was I, I, closest I, thing you'll get to a sequel until uh, the Furiosa prequel comes. Oh uh, yeah, no, it tided me over for sure. I mean, just like you, uh, I mean, I'm sure you blocked out the. Game of Thrones reference for a similar reason. You know, you, you want it out. You well, want it out. I'm of not head. really waiting on more at that point, at least not oh, for the, the show. And the anything I'm prequel. waiting for the book. Well, yeah, but even that, I'm like, man, it's just going to be harder to get me. It, that's a whole different podcast for another day. Dude, I'm sure we'll eventually come when those, all, all nine of those spinoffs arrive on one day. Buddy, um, it is comedic that you HBO Max roll out. It's comedic that you think George R. R. Yeah. Martin is still alive, much less that the book is coming out, dude. Like, he, he's been dead <laughs> for 15 years. Um, but, uh, yeah, this movie is joyless. It sucks. They do, like, a Looney Tunes thing, Rick and Morty show up. Uh, no Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. No Pickle Rick. It sucks ass. Um, <laughs> just sad. Uh, LeBron James grabs Bugs Bunny. He, like, grabs his wrist because they're fucking around on the court. You do what I say on the court. And Bugs Bunny says... <laughs> Oh, so yeah, that kind of king. And I thought that was all right. That was, that was, that was stupid. Um, and then uh, they all get... Uh, am I missing anything that we give a shit about? No. We could go over Dom's arc where he learns that cheating is okay and never actually goes away from that ideology for the rest of the movie. Um, but uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. They turn like NBA characters into snakes. It's fine. I don't give a shit. Uh, they get digitized. Oh, uh, Lola gets digitized and like kind of zooms in on our ass. I didn't like it. Um, you guys remember <laughs> that? It was weird. It was weird. They all oh, get like 3D. Oh, if Brian. I, I remember. She, that, I mean, sure. the original one, man. Oh, <laughs> I know. I, I, mean, know. They, I saw, you know, I saw a fucking article. It was like, oh, she's yeah. Like, the, she's like one fucking step below that. That girl, like Roger Rabbit's girlfriend. Oh, I you know. know. Yeah. Jessica Rabbit. Um, oh, man. This is his wife. Daddy alert. It's his wife. Um. <laughs> But, oh yeah, um, oh, I'm sorry. Fucking stay away. I saw an article and it was like the the director of Space Jam 2 thinks you're weird for being mad about Lola Bunny. I'm like, listen, I don't really have a dog in this fight, right? But you're directing Space Jam 2, which means you're the most degenerate subhuman piece of trash on this planet, huh? So I don't want to <laughs> hear I don't want to hear you lecture me morally when you're making the fucking Space Jam film, bud. Um, but uh, he, he's made some other movies. That I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. To, I think I liked one of them. I'm Malcolm sure this Dealey. is like Let me see what we him got taking a, a paycheck, right? Oh, yes. Here it is. Scary Movie 5. That There it is. Hey, never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to pull it out. It's like, oh, yeah, he was uh, he was the real writer of Schindler's List. Um, no, no. I mean, well, okay, jokes aside, he did direct Undercover Brother, which I think is very underrated, but nothing okay. else on his filmography so, okay. have I seen or like, really. But I'm sure there's a couple good. I heard Girls Trip was funny, but so that's on there, but. They all get three deified. They got brought into the real world. Oh, there's a Ready Player One shot where it shows us all of our favorite guys: Iron Giant stomping over buildings, uh, Barney, uh, Barney Rubble grabbing Bam Bam in it from a moving vehicle. It seems he's fallen out. Uh, and then um, they play basketball. They get slapped. Um, 
Kronos. I liked the part where the evil goon squad basketball player, he controls time and he slows down time. And he, he puts Roadrunner on a plate in front of Wile E. Coyote. And he acts up like an addict, like that's had heroin put in front of him. I thought that was all right. Uh, everything else sucked. <laughs> I mean, that uh, was a big win for him. He hasn't, he's been trying for so fucking long, dude. Yeah, he doesn't you know, get that, him that connects to another, another thing. They tried to give Coyote a win there. Apparently, Sylvester got a win, and it happened off screen. Yeah. He fucking, <laughs> they're looking for Tweety, and Sylvester spits out Tweety. I mean, maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe I'm not up to date on my Looney Tunes lore. Uh, th- is that common for Sylvester to actually catch Tweety? I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident it usually goes terribly wrong for him. I feel like it was such an insignificant rare. moment. They played it like an insignificant moment. Are you kidding? Dude, it zoomed in on Tweety covered in saliva. It was fucking disgusting. I know, but we it was didn't not fucking insignificant. See it. it was burned in. <laughs> uh, I, I believe the, I believe the, oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> and then they all go back to their own, like, this isn't working. We're all going to die. Some of them are actually praying. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Um, Oh, and also people get sucked into the digital space and whatever. I don't want to talk about. Yeah, once they, uh, well, yeah, like the algorithm some, somehow is now gaining the power. Um, Algae rhythm, because he is upset about LeBron not liking his idea, he has now gained the superpower to suck anyone into a digital world. It was awesome. It, was um, yeah. it makes you wonder what other streaming platforms, other streaming platforms, algorithms, you know, what powers do they have? You know, the I, Netflix one, is it going to suck us into Stranger Things world? Uh, yeah. Google algorithm is actually the god of creation. I don't know if you do that. <laughs> he's actually the the Christian the Christian god, the Abrahamic god. Um, they go, they're they're praying, uh, and then I believe the directors had a conversation like, okay, uh, which one, what Looney Tunes character in the summer are we throwing under the bus as a uh, racist? Uh, because then Sylvester comes in, and is like, guys, guys, I, I I found Michael Jordan, and they're like, holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Michael Jordan's here from from Space Jam lore. The famous Michael Jordan from Space Jam 1. And then uh, who approaches uh, but Michael B. Jordan. And they all yell at Sylvester and say, he looks nothing alike. And he's like, I'm sorry. It's been a long time. Uh, so I believe I believe Sylvester was like their, uh, their easy one to, to mistake two guys like that. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, that was a decent cameo. What would you guys think? I kind of would have preferred if he played with them, but I just figured they didn't have him for more than 30 seconds. I mean, I was fine with that. Yeah, I mean, that fine. bit's all right. It would have been the funny in the movie. That's them. not, that's, that's such a harmless one. Oh, for sure. I'm I fine mean, it with didn't that. Piss me off. It didn't piss me off. I'm just like, damn. You know, it's a moment of genuine uh, trying to, you know, not just capitalize on, well, I guess it is, but yeah, not really. Even I mean, to say <laughs> on things I know. I know Michael B. Jordan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then I kind of stopped myself. I was like, I guess they are. It, uh, it is capitalizing entirely on thing I know. Um, I mean, that's and just the, such like the, like the the bitch of it all is that you know these Looney Tunes didn't really get to be that loony, and I know that's kind of the bit that like oh LeBron lets them be loony in the second half, and that's yeah. where they get their 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 run from. Uh, but like even those bits weren't really that funny. I just I feel like there was just not much attention or um priority placed on actually like making the looney tunes funny again i feel Listen, like they, you just kind of assumed that the the them being there would be enough here's the thing and it is wasn't that, you know it wasn't is that all the cool shit they're doing it, it doesn't have the same charm because they're all in 3d i think some of those bits were pretty solid you know when the train comes in yeah when he has summons, he has Final Fantasy summons, and they start pulling in trains. <laughs> they start duplicating, and I'm like, "This is okay," but it kind of looks like shit. 
Uh, Lola Bunny looked the worst. Like she looked really, she looked weirdly fu- like her mouth, uh, whatever. Um, and then they score a billion points. Uh, and then Algie Rhythm says, and Dom, he turned, he, Dom becomes good again. And he says, damn, my dad's not a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want him to die. Um, and, uh, and then Algie Rhythm, and I was super into this part. Everyone, I need you to go. I believe someone in a discord I'm in linked it last night and I was super into it. Uh, it is um, Algae Rhythm. Uh, Don Cheadle, a short person, right? He's not very tall, right? We can all agree on this. Me, agreed. I, I concur. I yeah. concur. Uh, uh, he's not very tall. Well, the solution Algae Rhythm has to get around Don Cheadle's shortness is grow seven feet and look like absolute dog shit. Uh, I need everyone to look up on YouTube as you're watching this. Um, epic final match tunes and LeBron James versus Algae upgraded. Uh, James Space Jam LeBron gets dunked on full match I need you to skip to minute 2 second 46 Algae Rhythm grows to be like 7 feet tall they fucking like face scan Don Cheadle's body onto like this CG monstrosity and it looks awesome like when LeBron gets dunked <laughs> on dude like I was like I was like leaning forward I'm like holy shit this is good like were you? Yeah, were it was you like guys his Thanos. Me? Fine, I'll do it myself. Moment. Were you guys like? Did you guys like that? Like even on like an ironic level? Like did you get? Were you? Were you guys like back in like, at that point? The term like. Uh, <laughs> how to uh, listen? <laughs> how to uh, explain how upgraded algae is going to be the is going to be the volume art for is going to be the show art for this episode. <laughs> so you guys are going to see what he looks like, but you won't see it in motion and you won't see him dunking the fuck out of LeBron in slow motion. But from that point on, I think the movie kind of starts getting good again. Honestly, honestly, um, Porky Pig. Um, listen, I mean, oh, the, the rap. Oh, my God. The concept. Here's the, the concept of giving the character with the speech impediment. The rap battle is like it's inherent. There's like inherent. Funny, right? Uh, the concept is funny. Here's the other thing. Uh, uh, rapping has never been funny in children's animation. There's never been a good rap scene in any children's movie or TV show. And I figured by now we'd figure that out, right? Just kind of like how 3D died out. I figured like rapping in children's animation would die out. But it doesn't. And we get Porky Pig rapping as the uh, notorious P.I.G., another reference that kids will love. Um <laughs> And uh, I believe Tweety Bird does the uh, the the ultra hot fire meme re- reaction, um, and you know they score a trillion points and they win. Algae and all the goon squad is killed. Oh wait, who could forget? <laughs> uh, who could fucking forget? This ties the entire argument together. Uh, so, be, the, by the way, the basketball they're playing right now is Dom Ball, uh, which is made by Dominic James, and there's all these. Right, fucking bullshit power ups. Literally, they're playing his video game, dude. Like you're, you're gonna fucking. My kid makes Mario Party as his first fucking project. You're, you're gonna see me on a fucking criminal psychology YouTube dissection. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, this kid's game is horseshit. You just score a billion points for doing whatever. Who gives a shit? Seems kind of fun though. Uh, but um. Uh, there's a glitch where if you do LeBron James, is, is this a thing that he does in real basketball? Step back, step side. Is that like a thing he does? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, enough I, don't I, think, I think he does it, but it's not like, I, to I, my knowledge, it's not his signature thing. I don't thing. know anything about sports, folks. I only know two things. I know the LeBron Matrix and basketball, Jake. I'm sure it is. You know, I'm sure but, he made it. So basically, if you do this very fundamental basketball move, you die. <laughs> 
and, just, and LeBron's like, I'm going to do it. And, you know, uh, Dom's like, no, if you do that, you'll die. Just like my character. And he's like, I'm not a video game character. I'm a real man. I'll be fine. Which I thought was sound logic. Bugs Bunny was not taking that chance. Bugs Bunny was not taking that chance, folks. He steals the ball from LeBron. And he does the step back glitch and he dies. Uh, he is killed by the machine. Uh, and you see him fade. You see, like, he says, that's all, folks, as all the other Looney Tunes uh, huddle around him crying. Uh, Algae and all the goon squad die. Some of, you, you even see one of them say, I don't want to I don't want to go. Uh, which was very, he like says no I don't want to get to the, and he reaches for the screen and he's killed you always want to get the loser shot at the end of like a championship you always you get the fucking players celebrating in the middle you know like when the championship is won but you know you always you need those one or two shots of the losing team where the guys you know he's just sitting on the bench maybe a towel over his head uh, you, part of you as an audience, you want to see that. So I, I respected that Malcolm D. Lee gave us that same catharsis here with Space Jam A New Legacy and showing the, the literal destruction of existence yeah. for these these uh, video game characters that were playing against uh, LeBron and, and yeah. the Looney Tunes. It was, quite, yeah, it was quite cathartic to see this guy beg. He was brought into existence for the game and he dies for the game. Uh and uh, I believe that's it. You know, Dom gets to go to E3 week, whatever. Uh, and then Bug, no. And then it's like, Bug, Bug's like, I'm in your mind now. I'm in your mind now, LeBron. I'm in your heart. You can't get rid and, and he's in the real world and he's alive, folks. Yeah, how does that, it seemed like he, they entered in uh, Looney Tunes back in action logic where yeah. these guys are just, you know, they're living, they're cartoon characters, but they live among us in society, which, yeah. you know, I don't have a problem with. I really enjoy that movie. Yeah. Uh, I love that, that, that cartoon logic, you know, you have Matthew Lillard talking to Shaggy at a diner. Shaggy has has problems with his Matthew Lillard's portrayal of him in the live action films. That's a good bit. It, it, but it really only comes in a little too late in Space Jam A New Legacy, judging that it only lasts for the final 20 seconds of the film. So, like, I looked something up and it was quite disturbing. Uh, I looked up, uh, I, I was looking into back in action because I love that scene in the museum where they're chasing, chasing each other through the paintings. How great. Uh Awesome. I also Brian, found out awesome, Brian, what I think what you're about to say, you might want to keep to yourself. What? I don't think, you know, is there, I don't want, you might, I don't I know if there's really, a trivia question okay. in relation to what you're I about to say. I believe it but, is. I believe it is. Uh, and I'll, <laughs> I'll let you keep it, Jake. It, I'll let you keep that. I, th- I believe we'll find out more later about what, I, what the fuck I'm about to say. Um, but, uh, and that's it. That's the film. Uh, I give it a, uh, a one out of five. <laughs> I did not like it. I did not like the movie. <laughs> what did you guys think? I, Anything I, think I missed? Just didn't. Anything I just I missed didn't America? feel like a fucking movie, you know? I mean, I like Lil Ray Howery. Howery? Howery? I don't know. The guy from Get Out, uh, who is, he's like the friend from Get Out, is like brought in as one of the announcers for the, the basketball game. Is uh, he in there you know, playing as himself? himself? But okay. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think he is addressed as himself. Uh, I, I did like that part where... It's like that slow motion ending, yeah. you know, similar to the final yeah, uh, shot good. in Space Jam. You know, the last 10 seconds, it, you know, balls in the air. It doesn't look like it's going to make it. It's slow motion. But you have him in real time announcing like, oh, it's it's that's not going to make it. That's not, not going to go gonna in. It's you know? not going to make it. That's, that's not happening. It's not going in. It's not going to make it. We're all going like, to that die. That part was pretty good. Yeah, that was all right. That was one of the four unironic laughs I think I had during this film. Uh, so I did enjoy that that part. 
The other part where it's like, does it say LeBron Finder on my name tag? I, I, we're not going to get into that guy because you really need to see it to appreciate him because it's not like a real appreciation. That's a good scene. There is a one. There is a yeah. one scene with one security guard on the Warner Brothers lot that also yeah. lands pretty yeah. well. But I mean, the part where the uh, executive guy who lost LeBron and is then with his family looking for LeBron and they get sucked into cyber hell. I really liked him because he, without missing a beat, he picks up the phone and says, take me, take me. <laughs> he's like, I got to go get you him. Know, I like that. I, he's, he's right or die. There is a connection here to another Warner Brothers property, you know, plot wise, story wise, stylistically that I'm surprised we haven't brought up. Uh, are either of you two familiar with the early 2000s direct to video masterpiece Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase? Yes. I believe well, so. The f- so the mystery ink gets sucked into the video game, right? So we have yes. that right off the bat. Uh, you have them meeting classic versions of themselves. That seems similar. And then, of course, the bad guy, uh, isn't he just disgruntled because someone didn't like his video game? Uh, I cannot recall that part of the movie. Every every yeah. person that is attached to video games and also the antagonist of a film is either angry that a girl rejected him or angry that his video game did not get picked up by EA. Or and that is, I mean, that's angry that Tony Stark called his, you know, called his technology barf, you know, it could be yeah. any, any one of these, these motivations. That's true. Uh, so, I mean, that's the film. What would you, would you guys suggest anyone watch it? Uh, only watch this. If you have a large group of friends who are like actively willing to make commentary over it. Cause otherwise I don't think this movie you, gives any joy. Besides, you need to watch oh, I would this. not have been able to get through it without you guys. Oh my God. The, there is one good part. And it's when you think Dom might call Don Cheadle dad. And then <laughs> oh, it doesn't happen. I was waiting for it. And that was going to be like, that was going to be like the chip on LeBron's shoulder that motivates him yeah, in the second half. Sick. That's like, what I just, wanted. Just imagine Don Cheadle looks down at Dom and goes, I need you to beat LeBron. And then he turns to LeBron and then turns back to Don Cheadle and shouts, okay, dad. That would have been awesome. Would have been great. That would have been awesome. It's the classic Will Ferrell rule from from campaign. You get my son to call you daddy, I will fuck your wife. (laughs) And and I will put it on television. (laughs) Um, Classic bet. So, yeah, I mean, you need to watch this with people that are exactly as brain poisoned as you within a certain margin of error. Uh, And then only then can you perhaps enjoy it in any level sober. Anyways, I feel like if you're really fucked up, you could probably see this and go like the Matrix thing. I know. Thing I know. (laughs) And you'd be fine. Uh, Gremlins. Yeah. And that's that's the other thing that I I feel like I should piss off that. Yeah. I didn't even know Gremlins was Warner Brothers until they popped up. Uh, I don't know. Kind of figured they would have. I don't know, know if they they're, are. They're, I mean, they're Spielberg. I didn't know Spielberg fucked with Warner Brothers like that. Uh, but um, I don't think Rick yeah, and Morty what pissed is. me off about it is I knew going in, I knew going in that it was all about promoting HBO Max and making me watch Warner Brothers movies. I knew that. We all knew that. Uh, <laughs> and as a movie, it fails. But what they, it, it's still a success because what they wanted to do fucking worked. I mean, when they, when the granny, the grandma, you know, fucking does her matrix move and someone's like she is the one i was like yeah i want to watch the matrix (laughs) yeah i was like it really worked i I genuinely wanted to turn on hbo max and watch the matrix all right they got you yeah so you heard it here first zach Owenstein gives this a success 
You get, he gives this a, it does. It, <laughs> it did what they wanted it to do. Yes. It, it made him watch you know, the Matrix. My problem, I guess, is with what they wanted it to do, not with what their execution of it, because I guess it worked. Okay. Are we ready for trivia? Yeah, trivia on this yeah, one for it. sure. Let's go. Here I we go. One, I, feel. I already know it. I already know it. You, you might. And I will pause after that question so you can share your story, Brian. Okay. There's no story. Um, it was just the fact. There's no story. I'll let you share the fact. Okay. Number one. What is Don Cheadle's full name? A. Algie Rhythm. (laughs) A. Donald Frank (laughs) Cheadle Jr. B. Donald Ronald Cheadle Jr. C. Donald Philip Cheadle. And D. Donald Roland Cheadle. C. I'm going uh Donald uh Frank the what was the first one? The the first like Donald okay. Franklin Jr. or Cheadle Jr. Zach, or Zach is correct. Oh, it is me. A Donald yeah, Frank. That sounded Jr. like a real name. That oh, sounded me. like a real name. Number two. How much screen time does Don Cheadle have in the MCU? A <laughs> 36 minutes. B fifty-two <laughs> minutes. C one hour and twenty-one minutes. And D one hour and fifty-seven minutes. What? I thought we were looking at like now, 20. Rem- now remember, Brian. I thought we were remember, looking at like Brian. It was Terrence Howard in the original Iron oh, Man. I fucking it wasn't know. That's Don why I, No, that's why I was like, I thought we were looking at like twenty. I thought we were looking at like twenty minutes here. Uh thirty-six. Hey. I'm getting this uh, one what wrong. What was uh, the second option, Jake? I'm sorry. Fifty-two. The answer is probably 52, option? but I say 32. One hour and 21. I'm going, Remember, uh, this is across all, yeah, every I'm going co- one hour piece of 21. content. I'm going one hour 21. You are both wrong. It is 52 minutes. Told you. I just refuse to acknowledge, because I, I don't remember him at all. I thought he was there for like 12 minutes. I thought, <laughs> we were looking at 12. I thought he had some decent screen time in fucking Iron Man 3. I don't know. He, right. he ranks the 21st character right after Bradley Cooper voicing Rocket Raccoon and right oh, before whoa. Evangeline Lilly, who plays uh, Wasp. Question number three. In what state did Don Cheadle go to elementary school? Why is it all Don Cheadle? <laughs> So this is Don Cheadle trivia. Sensing a pattern here, Jake. A. Nebraska. B. Massachusetts. C. Nevada. D. California. B. This is where he went to elementary school. B. Brian, you said B. Massachusetts. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, Nevada. You are both incorrect. It is Nebraska. I fuck me. Okay, number four. What potential Space Jam sequel never existed? We have A, Race Jam. I'm going to leave that up to you to assume what that's about. B, Spy Jam. C, Skate Jam. And D, Ski Jam. Only one of these was never on the table. Was n- Only one of them was not on the table. Can I hear him again? Yes. Then? Th- so you had Race Jam. B, Spy Jam, C, Skate Jam, D, Ski Jam. Spy Jam. No, Ski Jam. It's D. Is that, is Skate, that jam. Skate Jam. I Skate say, Jam. I say Ski Jam. Brian gets the point. It is Ski Jam never existed. I'm just a good um, test taker. What was Race Jam going to be? It's a car. Race Jam was a racing. It's a <laughs> Wacky races, you just literally. 
it's it's not it's not the Bugs Bunny characters having like a, a educated conversation on race. Yeah, with critical Michael race. Looney Tunes learn, learn critical race theory. Yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> what do you mean? What are they gonna they do? Like, it's wacky races. It's based. It would have been sick. Race Brian, would have been sick. Been maybe awesome. maybe I was I uh, was speaking too soon. I thought your fun fact was gonna be uh, that Looney Tunes back in action came from Spy Jam oh. originally. Spy, yes, that Spy Jam was um, pitched as a uh, some action star. I don't remember which one um, was going to star in it, and then they they put it to the side, and it came back to life as Looney Tunes back in the day. And they gave it Brendan Fraser. He's a man. <laughs> that makes I'm a lot of sense. Fraser Lemming. So from the, the 1999 fun, Mummy. What was your fun fact? Then? Uh, back in action was the last major motion picture featuring the Looney Tunes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there was nothing in between okay. that and. Uh, Space Jam too, right? And that you know it reminds me. I saw that tweet that was like, you know, the reaction to this movie is going to give Warner Brothers the wrong idea. That like the the conclusion that they'll come to is, oh, I guess we got to do what we had already done within the movie and put Looney Tunes in the in the discard pile. They're rejects, um, and they're right. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, that's what they're literally announced as in the movie. Like, they're the rejects, you know. No, like, we're we're going to send LeBron to where the rejects are that we don't use. HBO, uh, and that's Toon World. <laughs> You go. No, I mean, I have not. I'm, HBO Max, I'm too mad. To HBO talk, Max Brian. did like Looney Tune shorts, right? And those were well received. Yeah. You're talking about, uh, did they? Yeah, no, they did yeah, Looney Tunes. And you didn't fucking watch with them. Their, uh, <laughs> with their, like, come with HBO Max as like rebrand, they yeah. they opened it with some Looney Tune shorts. Yeah. And Bring I, back Brendan Fraser. I, I heard people like those. I want, but back, like, I want the Looney Tunes are back in action again. That's what I want it to be called. That's mm-hmm. what I want. But this movie made me feel that no, they cannot do Looney Tunes. Uh, you can never give the you can never give a Looney Tunes movie to a. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if Warner is in the is in the uh, is in the business of like doing animation. Do they? You know, do I they really so. do that shit at all? They like off. They like put uh, shit off for DC, right? But they don't really do animation. So I don't think they have. Um, like, are we ready? Yeah. Are we ready for our final official question? Yes. Let's get it. How much does an Alex action clockwork orange Funko Pop go for on Amazon right now? Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Man, if it's, if it's under 50, I might have to log on. <laughs> uh, $291. How much? $291. Got it. Uh I won't be a dick and do 292, but uh, I'll do, uh, you know, fuck it. I'll throw um, 200. And Brian, you said 291. Sorry. Uh, Zach, you get the point. It is $44.80. So Zach, Ooh, uh, I, 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 might expect- the, I might have to start this Funko <laughs> you, Pop collection. You said it, dude. You said it. If it's under 50, you have. <laughs> oh um, man, dude, you- that is the. Space Jam trivia. I have two questions my, my related to our Malcolm next topic. But, uh, yeah, what, Jake? I said I have two questions relating to our next topic, but okay. there technically was no tiebreaker, so okay. we don't have to do them yeah, unless got, you'd like I got to. I absolutely fucking rolled, dude. I, I, <laughs> no, it was two to one. You were close. Did I get one? Weird. Uh, yeah, you got uh, uh, Ski Jam. Yeah, you see, oh, yeah, you see yeah. how much I broke down his spirit that he thought it was so, <laughs> so like, not close. Been too long. Really I don't think I've ever won. Um, Strategy. I'd Take this trivia serious. I uh, so the next one is look back a one shot from a manga author. Uh, 
Not well. Yeah. So it's a one shot about two girls uh, growing up. What did you get? What did you guys think of it? Uh, I suggest everyone go read it. You can read it on Viz. It's just called Look Back Manga. You'll find it. It's a quick read. It's definitely yeah, a quick read. Yeah. I mean, I, I I read it in two sittings, and I'd say each sitting was no no more at most than fifteen minutes. Yeah, so, I read, yeah. It's not. It's not a. I read it like four times in a day. It. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so initial thoughts. What did you guys think? I was uh, a fan. I was, yeah, I was. Jake, you can go. Uh, I was a fan. I have never read a manga ever. I don't think I've ever touched any piece of manga before. Um, so I didn't quite know what to expect. Um, this was from from the description of Chainsaw Man, which is his previous work that you've described to me. Um, this was a lot more tame than I expected. Yeah. A lot more grounded. Um, I think the the characters. I mean, they are kids, um, yeah. <laughs> but the, the, the their arguments are funny. I think the like the message about like being an artist and writing manga specifically is really interesting, and he does a good job of like describing maybe why people write or why they chose to write mm-hmm. and why they keep going or what it means to them. Um, apparently it ties into some tragedy that happened two years ago yeah. at an anime studio mm-hmm. that's kind of amplified the emotional effects of the story after reading. I was like, damn, I was like, that hits even harder now. Um, it takes, and there's, there's a turn in the second half, which I won't, uh, I guess I'll leave spoiler free for now. It's not really a turn, yeah. but I, it confused me a bit, but I still enjoyed it all the mm-hmm. way through. Zach, what yeah, are your, I think uh, my reading experience thoughts? benefited from having uh overheard what like the the twist of it the second half was because then i could actually understand what was going on yeah when i was reading it because lord knows i would i would have been pretty confused i like jake had never read a manga so i sat there like an idiot for like seven minutes trying to go to the next page you know swipe the wrong right. way they read it the um, opposite way folks <laughs> and i just was like man my phone is glitching fucking hard right now this damn screen uh but but I eventually figured it out. Uh, yeah, I was a fan of it. Um, I mean, it's got like I think I was telling Brian, and I was like, man, there's some cinematic shots in here for a graphic novel. <laughs> yeah, like or that manga. shot of uh, yeah. Fujino in the rain after uh, Kimoto was like, "You're like my favorite artist ever." You guys remember that one? Like it's cute. Like the spread yeah. of like her in the rain. It that, that shit. That, that it's a it great hit. shot. I mean, I really loved it. I think it's uh, it's it, you can tell it's like really personal when you read it. But, uh, right. I mean, um, I think, yeah, I, I didn't know that, that it was, it was loosely based off of, or connected to like that real world tragedy. So mm-hmm. like even that makes it even hit even harder, like even, uh, you know, retrospect thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was, uh, it, it's just, it's sad, but it's also, you know, really well drawn and it's got a, you know, it's got an interesting story. Uh, so I was, yeah, I was a fan of it. And like I said, it's, I would definitely recommend reading it cause it is yeah. a, it is a pretty quick read and it, it's, it, it works well. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll get into spoilers now. I don't know how long we'll talk about it, but uh, spoilers now. Um, yeah, basically that tragedy, it came out like like on the two-year anniversary of the tragedy, and that tragedy uh, was a uh, at the uh, studio uh, Kyoto Animation. A, uh, a dude came in and uh, was like, uh, he was like unwell and like uh, was a cute, he like, he's like, oh, you guys stole my ideas and he like burnt, he lit the uh, building on fire. Because he thought he, they were plagiarizing him, and a bunch of people did, and that's like basically exactly what the uh, the axe murderer at the college is saying when he goes in there. 
So uh, you can tell it was it's very much based on that, especially because it's like on the anniversary of that mm. when it came out. Uh, yeah, yeah, that uh, the you know I feel like a lot the shit with the door in the fucking hypothetical situation. A lot of people like oh like a lot of people in the comments are like oh shit so like it changed reality and people are like no it's just a hypothetical but I'm like. You see her pick up the fucking, like you you see like it like it so like it goes to the hypothetical where they she say I can't get their fucking names right because he took he split up like he, he Fujimoto split up his name and created Fujino and Kimoto so my name my mind's all <laughs> fucked when I try to say their names but like uh, the hypothetical where like she saves her um, but then like. Uh, Kimoto goes home and like draws the comic strip where like she gets saved right it's like a little joke like with the axe in her back it's how to look back and that goes into the door then Kimoto Fujino she fucking picks it up in the real world so like it, there must have been like something there right I don't know but like she picks it up and then she puts it on her fucking window seems like, open for interpretation like the final shot is her hanging out her window so like it exists right and I don't think yeah so I don't know I mean it's it's supposed it's I don't think that's literally like supposed to be interpreted as like an alter reality, but I think it is just very much like a hypothetical of like her running it through her head, but like also a reality. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It does matter, but it's not a variant. Like, yeah, variant. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, it just really hit me. I really liked it. Did you, did you guys cry at dessert? Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> 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 yeah, and then I cried at dessert. That's right. Uh, I mean, he. Or I mean, so she, uh, like looking back and like the woulda, coulda, shoulda, like yeah. if, if I had done this, what would have played out differently? Mm-hmm. Like those are always really sad, uh, like like moments and thoughts that you know everyone can have them. You know, from about one thing or another. Obviously, this one being really heavy because she's thinking about how her friend could have avoided death. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that one hits even like even more sad, and the fact that she's like she does something so heroic in it, and just like you know that that, oh, if I had done this, how much better things would have been and how much, you know, like just different things would have played out. Like that's a, that's a sad, relatable, even if not in that specific context, like type of thought that, you know, is really appealing. And, um, so I found that really well done and, uh, I, that, that worked for me a lot. That was probably my favorite aspect of the, of the whole thing. That, that theme hit me. And then the other theme that hit me was, I mean, the first, like, 40 pages where essentially it's like you you look down on your own art when you compare it to others but most likely that artist or other artists would look at yours and think it's amazing like you you tend to compare yourself to others so much and demean yourself though all art has some quality to someone yeah right uh, that's a good that's a good point too i just thought like the um like the conversation where it's like no i'm gonna go to art school because i why why are you doing like i want to get better at art like that's like it's like sad because like she's being like shitty to Kimoto, but then like uh, after like I think it's like right before like she drops the phone like after you after you assume like oh shit Kimoto has been killed like you see another conversation they had like in the winter where it's like oh, hey you just gotta get better at art you just gotta you just got gotta get better at art and then you'll uh, you'll work quicker but then like even then she's still like yeah no just look at my back and like you'll uh, great things will happen to you. And like she's always like super uh 
just like, oh no, you need me. Like, just, just trust me. Like it, if you stick with me, everything will fall in place for you. And like, it probably would. Right. But like, I don't know. There's, it's her wanting to be independent, uh, as a creator and a person. And, uh, damn it. Sad. Like, uh, I believe, uh, Fujimoto did like a interview a while ago where, um, he was, uh, he was saying something like, uh, people use Twitter to like vent and like express themselves and like get out their anger. But like, I have difficulty doing that. So I, I don't, instead I do it in like my manga. Instead I like vent all my anger and frustrations into my work. And, uh, that hit me reading this as well. We're just like, damn, like that's he's, a, yeah, that's an interesting thought. Fucking mad. We're like, cause like you could tell it's like kind of autobiographical, like Fujino, like they're both supposed to be kind of him, I guess, to an extent. Like another 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 fucking interview he gave is they asked him why did you turn to manga and it's like because I overheard my family saying what are we gonna do with this kid he's he's gonna <laughs> he's, he, he's gonna be uh he's not gonna get educated he's not gonna be employed he, he, what's he gonna do so he's like okay I got I gotta go get a job I gotta draw um so I mean it's like at the end where she's like oh I don't know why I do this uh, I don't I don't like drawing I don't. It, it's never easy and then i don't know it's uh that part resonated with me yeah i don't like drawing it's never easy yeah it's not easy folks um you, may, you gotta remember lebron said you gotta trust the process you gotta yeah, learn to yeah. love the process the pro- i mean listen i think the theme that ties these together is that uh art is pain you know space jam hurt to watch the the art the art they make <laughs> and look back hurt to make and uh look back on so i really like way to full circle it, yeah Brian. full circle thematically tied yeah i really really liked this work like i i, I don't know i could talk about it forever uh, i want though uh but um what would you guys say how good would you guys say it was <laughs> better than space jam new legacy by a lot <laughs> for sure for sure <laughs> i really liked it it's such a it's such a nice little fucking thing yeah i mean it's, I th- yeah I think- it's, it's easily digestible like like you said with the length and but it's still a complete story mm. uh like it doesn't feel short short and short-ended at all um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think it was just, I mean, this is like, like Jake said, this is my first manga, so I don't like have any basis of comparison, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed all of it. I thought it was well-written, well, well-drawn. And, uh, so yeah, I would say it's, yeah, really good. Yeah. I would recommend almost anyone read it one because you can do it in under a half hour. It's not yeah. much of your day. And if you have any interest in art, manga, art process, or just like any, any small stories process, about people, really, honestly, yeah. I, I think it's worth reading. Yeah. Um, you guys going to read Chainsaw Man? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. What was uh, what was the name of the, the manga they were writing? In? Shark. Shark. Shark, uh... Shark Kick, which is, uh, I believe, supposed to be <laughs> Chainsaw Man. It's Shark Time, baby. It's shark... That's what it said. It's no, Shark Time, baby. That's straight up like a trace shot from Chainsaw Man, where he says, <laughs> where he's working. He says, Chainsaw Time, baby? I think he says something like, let's go, baby, or something like that. Man, uh, if, if he says it's chainsaw time, baby, that would be pretty cool. I believe he says that at least once. Um, but Seems yeah, like sh- something Ash would say. You know, Chainsaw Man sounds very stupid. I would say it deals with similar themes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, it's it's a quite a work, but um, yeah, I'm glad you guys liked it. Thanks for uh, reading it. I was like, oh, shit. Thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for watching Space Jam, Brian. Anytime. You, you want to watch it again? Harmon's empty tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm on my way, buddy. You're in St. Louis, right? 
Uh, I am. Okay. I am. Okay. That's a little far of a drive. I'll rent a hotel halfway through and we can, we can meet up there. <laughs> yeah. Let's go meet at high Hill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch space jam there. At, uh, that, at that quality inn that you can see from the highway <laughs> or no, it's economy Inn or something like that. It's like the most like, Oh man, you have no money. So come stay here type of <laughs> hotel name. Uh, it's a discount inn or something. That's a it's good one. I've been looking uh, for work. I've been looking at a lot of like names of hotels, but uh, that's that's another time. Uh, I guess we move <laughs> on to recommendations. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I can go first while Zach thinks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always fucking forget every time. <laughs> My recommendation is a little movie called Old, directed by M Night Shyamalan. Um, the goat. Goat. <laughs> Sometimes I. I I went in expecting to have fun because um, of the M. Night movies I've seen, I've at least had fun. Maybe they're not necessarily great, but this movie, I'm not going to say much because I want to be spoiler free. If you have any interest, 1% go fucking see this movie. It is, I've, I've written it, I'm now incorporating it in probably my next two weeks of Letterbox reviews. It is the perfect balance of true greatness and like utter disregard for quality things in that when it's great, you're watching the movie. There's never a moment where you're not thinking either this is great or wow, this is so bad. I'm laughing or enjoying myself. I was enjoying myself from start to finish. You definitely should go see it. It's great. That's a good pitch to me. I might go fucking see it, honestly. Um See, I mean, I always forget. I mean, what did I watch this week? I watched two horror movies in preparation for this horror trivia. Oh, I guess I forgot to talk about that on my week. I did go to horror trivia. I got invited to go by uh, Kate, Caitlin Brenner's friend, Taylor. <laughs> uh, she, I got invited to go to horror trivia with her, uh, and I went, and we got just bodied. We got absolutely oh, just... No. Oh, no. Like, we got wrecked. So, like, the last horror trivia I went to was, like, a casual trivia. trivia. Like, just... <laughs> that's, like, every week it's a different category and the same people come every week. So, it wasn't, like, horror fans are popping out in droves to go to that one. Uh, but we... I won that one. I won that one with my siblings. That was a fun one. Uh, and it was, like, the right amount of hard. Uh, this one was really... Okay, so the first category was 1981 horror films. Um, and the rest of the people there looked like they were around in 1981. So I was already <laughs> at a disadvantage. Um, I, and I still feel like our team going eight for 13 in that category was a success, but we still, <laughs> it was, we were outmatched pretty hard. I think we finished <laughs> like, like probably like 15th out of like 25 teams. Um, it was, it wasn't a great performance, but you know, I was proud of our team. The Friday the 13th category, when they announced that as a category, it was like like a fucking finally. Like, oh man, I might we might actually be able to compete. We got all 13 in that category. But besides that, we were bad. Like really bad. But uh, I ended up watching some shitty horror movies in preparation for it. Uh, not too shitty, but like, you know, not renowned really. Sleepaway Camp, Prom Night. But I did watch one called Creep Show. And it was Stephen King... And George Romero. So Stephen King wrote all these shorts, like it's an anthology movie. Uh, there's sort of like, like five short movies within it. And they're like based on old like horror comic serials from like, you know, like the 50s or something, I think, 50s and 60s. Um, so they're like over the top and funny and it's lit like a comic book, which is cool. Um, like really like just overtly red and blue light, lighting over the top acting, like a kind of twisted sense of humor. 
Uh, so that was fun. It wasn't, it wasn't consistent. Like it wasn't perfect, but it was definitely a fun movie. So Stephen King wrote all of them and then George Romero directed all of them. Um, so it, it was a cool combo and I, I enjoyed that. So I guess creep show would be my recommendation to watch. Okay. My recommendation is fuck. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just say space really... jam, say the original space jam. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I don't think it's, I probably, it's probably not very good. Um, I don't know. I've been playing no uh, Red Dead Online a little bit of that, or Red Dead Redemption Two's online thing. I don't know why. It's it's fine. I've been playing it with some friends. It's whatever. I got a horse. I heard the horses are going crazy. Are they going crazy? There was some article about the horses wilding out in Red uh, Dead Two. I don't know. I I just got it, so I, I played for like a little bit, and that's about it. But I get to I get to ride a horsey. Red Dead Two is a good <laughs> game. Do you guys ever play that? Great game. Yeah, take Zach take a guess. Zach don't. <laughs> I mean, you might think. Zach. What? It would take him six years to play that game. Yeah, that game. yeah I'm, I'm currently a free agent. I haven't started a, a story game right now. My my agenda has been rewatching Daredevil season one, so I can act first time watch Daredevil season two and three before, uh, you know, he's coming back, baby. That's the rumor. Zach, you, Zach, he's I coming back mind. in No Way Home. Zach, you should play you Red Dead Brian. Redemption two. I mean. Ryan, do you realize that would take me two years? I dude, <laughs> at the rate I play video games. Okay, I know, but like you'd like it. I think you'd you get to be a horse. You get to like grow a beard and get fat. It's a really good story. It's you know, a dream. It's a, it's a great game. It is. It's a great fucking game. I know how the first one ends because I do remember watching the end of the first one. Okay, well, this with is my a, brother. There's a prequel. So is it really? Yeah, it's a prequel. No. You, don't need, you don't need to play the first one. It, it takes place several years. You play as a different character. I, I remember watching some undead nightmare too. I remember thinking uh, that was kind of cool. That was swag. Uh, I, I liked, uh, isn't there a part where you can, you can kill Sasquatch or attack Sasquatch yeah, yeah, in undead nightmare. And the Sasquatch is just like, Hey, I'm friendly. You know, I'm friendly. Why are you, why are you killing me? No, it's that not even just why you, you spend that mission hunting Sasquatches. And then it's like, yeah, someone's been killing all of us. I'm the last of my kind. It's so sad. He's like, he's like, yeah. he's like, you guys eat babies. And he's like, yeah. we eat berries. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Jake? I know, I know you love your cinematic shit, Zach, and this is the closest cinematic game to The Last of Us you're gonna get. Oh, really? I mean oh, that. No, see, yeah, that's the pitch I, I needed. Right? To that, a fault. That's cool. I would say to a fault. Yes. I think that they don't really <laughs> do a lot of like open stuff with their mission design that I wish they would. But I know Zach doesn't necessarily need that, and I think he'd really no, like Zach, the cinematics. This yeah. game, this no, game I don't even was know what delayed you mean by that. That's how yeah. I know I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> this game was delayed months so they could add black bars to the top and bottom to make it look Fucking cinematic at a, times. Dude. You oh, know they should have just got that, that the Snyder cut aspect ratio if they really wanted to make it cinematic. Dude, I'm playing, so I'm fucking playing it on my PC, right? And I have a long fucking monitor. It's 21 by 9. It's like, it's film ratio, right? It's a wide mm-hmm. monitor. So I'm playing Red Dead online. I'm, and it has that. It, it respects the ratio. I respect it. But then I get into fucking cutscenes, and it, one, it wants to do the black bars. So it's cutting the image anyways. <laughs> and two, it wants it to be, so it, it's like, it's like cutting in the image from every fucking corner. <laughs> It's fucking infuriating. Like it wants it to be the regular aspect ratio, and it wants to do the fucking bars. When in reality, it is showing me a twenty-one by nine image, just zoomed in. It's it, not zoomed in, but it's like cut out. It's fucked up. Uh, we, it's should, uh, we should do an episode uh, 
where we'd maybe do a, just a short little bit, little bracket style thing where we uh, get a list of options of video games I haven't played, and we just we just eliminate them as we go, <laughs> just deciding what game I should play. And you have because Horizon play it. Zero Dawn is on the table. Don't play it. Um, Not Mario yes, Odyssey. That- I bought three years ago. I got the Snapchat memory. I bought those my Switch much, three years ago. I have not opened are, Mario Odyssey those once. Those are too gamey for you, Zach. They're not cinematic. Here's the thing. We <laughs> should Mario, do that. Mario? Not Zach. cinematic? <laughs> Dude, yeah. Zach, you do need... Text. You have to play oh, the one that Arkham wins. Knight. Fucking Arkham Knight. And Spider-Man. You're good. You're good. Um, Zach, I will do I this if you, promise to play, if you promise <laughs> to play the one that gets in first no matter what. Of course. It would be, it would be, I would, yeah, I would. I won't fuck you over, I swear to, I'm going to push really hard for Red Dead 2 because I know you'll like it, but. We'll put it on, we'll put it on the options. If it gets knocked out early, we'll I'm going to make we'll you play. We'll put it in the bracket. I'm making you play every Resident Evil game if it gets knocked out early. We got to, we got to get a <laughs> guest for that. We got to get a guest for that week too, so, so it won't, we won't John Romer ties. would be solid. No. John Romer's played video games. Romer? Yeah. Honestly, we could, we could have let my, we could have yeah. Romer, we could have, my brother has been dying to make an appearance. Uh, yeah, that'd be it. Sam, There's Samuel. a lot of options. Samuel, of course. Yeah. Oh, like my other recommendation, off topic, watch the Jackass Forever trailer. <laughs> that looks Sorry, really fucking good. That looks like a good movie. I mean, I'm I'm all in on these old men yeah. hurting themselves the bear and scene? each other. Ah, shit. Oh, yeah. It classic. Looks, it looks good. Love looks that good. Steve-O. There's a Steve-O line in the trailer that's... Jake, are you familiar with Steve-O? Yes. There's a line in the trailer where he goes, you know, concussions are, are really cool as long as you have them before you're 50. And, you know, <laughs> Johnny Knoxville's 49, so we're all good. We're all good. That movie looks really good. Immediately followed, by, immediately followed by Johnny Knoxville getting fucking leveled by a bull. Yeah. Is that coming out? When's it, is that October? October. Okay. This is the yeah. epic cinematic month of October coming up. What else is coming? Oh, right. Dune, same day, right? <laughs> Dune is same day. That's going to be a great <laughs> double feature. I might see both that day. Um, I might see them with you. Don't know which I'd rather do first. Um, and then you, you got you also have No Time to Die. Um, you have the new Halloween. Last, last Night in Soho. Um, last Night in Soho. Fucking A, man. There's going to be... Uh, I'm sure there's even even more that I'm not thinking of. Doolittle 2. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, gosh. We can only hope. Oh, Matrix... F- oh, that's... Never mind. That's December. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I'm sure there's more that I'm not thinking of, but is that it? Are we done? I think we're done. Have, I got. have a good week, everybody. Uh have a good one. Be kind. Uh see you next week. <laughs>